0: Today on CityCast Philly, no one likes getting a parking ticket. And that gives the Philadelphia Parking Authority a bad rep. Well, it also struggled with a history of corruption. But now PPA's executive director says he wants to change that image. I'm speaking with Rich Laser about his vision for the agency. Plus, I'll ask him some of your questions about parking in the city. It's Thursday, November 9th. I'm Trinae Nuri, and here's what Philly's talking about. Rich Laser, you've been executive director of the Philadelphia Parking Authority for just under a year now. You must know that drivers get frustrated with parking availability, pricing, and of course tickets for parking violations. Is that what you want the agency to be known for?
1: I always think the authority is a very multifaceted agency, and we could do a do a lot more than just enforce parking in center city. My time in city government, I've been in city government for 18 years prior to coming to the authority, I always knew we could do more here, uh, especially quality of life issues, tackling abandoned vehicles, truck enforcement in neighborhoods. But I also want us to be an agency that helps with transportation policy and parking policy overall. We're a very dense city. We have a lot of vehicles, a lot of people that use different modes of transportation, whether it's like pedestrians, bicyclists, but also people that drive automobiles and cars. So I wanted to make sure, how do we do that and do it right? And how do people look to us as like the experts in that, not just some agency where you're going to get a ticket? Right. It's how do we fix, I, it's how do we change behavior and do it positively for the city as a whole?
0: Okay, let's take a step back. I think it would be helpful for our listeners to know that PPA manages other aspects of the road, like you said, not just parking, like ride sharing, speed cameras and airport garages, right?
1: Correct. Yeah, we have a whole, so we do all entry operations, which is the traditional, thoughts that people think about when they talk about the PPA, all your meters, your parking violations, everything on the street. But we also are designated by the state to handle taxi, limo and TNC enforcement. So Uber lifts, tax limos, we oversee all that inside the city of Philadelphia. We also have a large off street operation, which is our center city garages, our neighborhood community lots, which the majority of them are free to help alleviate parking in neighborhoods. We manage the airport garages as well, and also the speed and red light cameras. Got you.
0: Rich, reflecting on your first year, what are some new PPA initiatives you're most proud of?
1: I think the biggest stuff is like really the neighborhood enforcement work that we've been doing, going out, removing abandoned cars, helping with busted up vehicles that are that are plaguing some of our city streets. Also, we're looking at truck, tractor, trailer enforcement. We one big mm-hmm. complaint that we always got was tractor trailers parking on city blocks. Mm-hmm. A lot of times on the edges of the boundaries of the city, whether it's West Philadelphia, Northwest, or or Northeast Philly, and we don't want our streets to be littered like that. So I think. That's something that's proud of. How are we doing positive change in neighborhoods? And recently we were out on a uh, event out in West Philadelphia around a rec center, we were moving some abandoned vehicles around a rec center. And I was talking to some of our rank and file folks out on the street, and they really enjoy the work because there's like the first time people are actually loving when the PPA comes to take some of these bladed vehicles off the street because it's a positive change.
0: One thing I think people have said that they've liked is the bike lane enforcement. Yes, especially down in Center City.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, Secretary of State for for the Commonwealth Al Schmidt was a big proponent of that. When I got here, we rolled it out. We have our folks that do the bike enforcement love it. They, They, the residents love it, and it's really having to make sure bike lanes are open and accessible and safe for people to travel. And that's why I'd like to continue to grow that unit. We have 10 officers now with the, including of of the supervisor. I'd like to get that number up to 20 so that we can have folks constantly rove in our neighborhoods because bike lanes are continuing to grow. The city's going to continue to install more bike lanes. And again, it's not really about the ticket at the end of the day. It's about knowing that there will be enforcement and it's to change behavior. So people start start to think I'm not going to park in the bike lane because I might be able to get a ticket, but it's about changing behavior so that people that do ride bikes can do it safely without having their kind of skipping in and out of cars.
0: Rich, I'm curious, are there any other new initiatives you're planning to roll out in the coming months?
1: So we've been working with SEPTA on the bus camera legislation that just passed city council that the mayor is going to sign. SEPTA has done a pilot program probably a several months ago to show how buses are held up just because of traffic, just because of double parking and then people having to weave uh, in and out to, to continue to go down our main thoroughfares. I think that what this program will do is it will put cameras on the, on certain SEPTA buses, mostly in um, university and center city and on trolley lines citywide. And what it'll do is you'll get a vi- parking violation if you're blocking a SEPTA bus lane. So it'll pretty similar to our red light and speed cameras if you're parked in a bus lane and then you'll get the ticket. Uh, we're working with them on that to try to speed up bus, to have buses, because a lot of people rely on public transportation to get to work, pick up mm-hmm. their kids from school, you know, everyday, everyday life. And we're gonna try to open those lanes up with in partnership with SEPTA so people can move faster. The other big thing that's important to me is the customer service aspect. Of the ppa like how people when they have to come to see us maybe they're not always happy like you said they're contesting a ticket or they're having some issues with their vehicle the goal for me is to make it seamless and easy as possible so we're looking at opening up a whole new kind of customer service based uh, area near our uh, facility on eighth and market that's important on how you see us as well i really believe that
0: Okay, Rich, I want to get into some questions we got about parking in the city from our Hey Philly newsletter readers. So Derek, Laura, and Lee all wrote to us about how hard it can be to find a parking spot, especially in front of their house in certain neighborhoods. Do you have any suggestions on how PPA could improve residential parking?
1: So, I think there's a, there's a point. I mean, I, I, I'm i born in, and I live in South Philadelphia with my family. South Philadelphia is known for not enough parking for the amount of vehicles. Right. I think the goal here is to relook really at our residential parking permit program. I think some of the districts are very big. So, if you get a permit for a certain district, it's a larger area. So, maybe look at that area, try to look and see whether smaller areas can help that. And so, you're not having as many people park in different areas of the city and we'll have to try to be more for residents in that specific district. Mm-hmm. I think that's something like an overall relook at the whole residential parking plan. I think that's key. But also it's trying to get these, abandoned, like doing the quality of life work, getting tractor trailers and abandoned cars off the streets too, because a lot of times these cars aren't moving for weeks, months, or even years. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it too is now you know, some households have three, four cars, or there's a work truck right. and then plus right. there, and this the curb space is not getting any bigger. And there's a lot more folks using the curb space now than ever before for different things.
0: Yes. Yeah, I have a question about just that. Um, we actually recently did an episode on the show where we talked about some of those unwritten rules to parking in the city. And we have a link in our show notes for our listeners. But one listener sent us a voice message talking about how it's challenging for them to move around on the sidewalks in their wheelchair because drivers park on sidewalks will PPA be handing out tickets for sidewalk parking
1: yeah so we definitely do that now in areas where we see a large concentration of that so whoever put that in please reach out to our engage PPA at philippark.org to re- to report maybe that that's happening. One thing we're working on internally is a real public service kind of messaging and enhanced enforcement on those issues of sidewalk parking and blocking of handicap accessible ramps or disabled ramps on the corners. We wanna make sure that we try to open those areas possible. So people that are that are in a wheelchair, that our senior citizens uh, make sure for families, with, you know, pushing their- the, 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 uh, the
0: Strollers, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And that's all back to what I said about accessible and open and safe. I think that's something we want to really focus more on. So I think we're, you're in the spring, I'm hoping we can roll something out on that, that'll push like a public service message on it uh, and showing how difficult it makes folks to, especially pedestrians in the city, but also enhanced enforcement on those issues.
0: Our reader, Ruby K says parking in Center City and at parking garages can get really expensive. What could PPA do about that?
1: So one thing, when when PPA was first started so many years back, the main goal was to operate parking garages that are affordable. A lot of our garages in the city are the lowest because we try to control the rate and keep it affordable and we keep it that way on purpose because we are a government agency and our goal is to provide a service. So hopefully the, the, you know, whoever wrote that in can check out our locations of our center city garages uh, and see, and we do run early bird specials. We run monthly parking specials uh, and also we are the more affordable of all garages in the city.
0: Now, did you say there were some free PPA parking spaces?
1: So there are, we have over 40 community lots throughout the city where you could park. Many of them are free or very low costs. Uh, if you go on our website at philpark.org you can see where all our lots are and all out throughout the city, outside of Center City. We also have some park and ride lots at Fern Rock, at Tarsdale, where you could put your car, you put it there for $2 for the whole day. You could take SEPTA Regional Rail or the L in. So it's $2 for you to park at one of our safe lots that is lit and monitored from our staff. And you can jump on a SEPTA transportation and get into town pretty quickly.
0: All right. Would you ever ticket the cars that park in the median on Broad Street?
1: That is a decision we we are talking about with the overall city, but that's a decision. When it comes to regulations in the city, the streets department and the office of transportation designate the regulations and then we enforce those regulations. So the city would have to direct us to do that. And then we would. That's how we work on that.
0: Rich, in some parts of the city, parking is free on Sundays, but in others, it's not. Across the board in the city, could we expect free parking on Sundays?
1: That's something we always talk about. I know we used to do for a couple of years ago during the holidays, we do certain day of free parking. It's always something, and I think there's some areas today that do have uh, in neighborhood corridors where there's some free parking, and uh, that's something we can always look at. But like I said, sometimes we our on-street rates are very low compared to other major cities a lot of other major cities try to make their own street rates high so they push you in the garages off the street where we're the apps we're the opposite our rates are very low compared to the garage rates
0: Rich before I let you go was there anything else you wanted to mention or talk about that we may have missed
1: now, I really want to highlight our employees because there's a lot there's over a thousand employees here at the authority that do multiple different things and I want to make sure that we hear, from them because they're the ones out on the street doing the work. And we want to make sure we keep them safe and provide a family-staining job for them as well. But I just have a lot of respect for our folks that do the work every day. And also, I want listeners and folks to communicate with us either through social media, through our engage ppa at philippark.org. We want to hear from folks. I love We love getting emails because, like I said, people have lived experiences. And if we can do our job better, I want to hear about it.
0: All right. That was Rich Laser, Executive Director of the Philadelphia Parking Authority. Rich, thanks for being on CityCast Philly.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed this episode about the PPA, tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter, Hey Philly, to learn more about what else Philly's talking about. We'll be back tomorrow morning with the Friday News Roundup. Bye.